Welcome to your Thursday edition of Transformation Radio.
And now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, we begin reading a a brand new book here today, the book of Philemon. We'll begin, of course, at chapter 1, and we'll read verses 1 through verse 25. Paul wrote this letter from Rome in about A.D. 60, when he was under house arrest. Onesimus was a domestic slave who belonged to Philemon, a wealthy man and a member of the church in Colossae. Onesimus had run away from Philemon and had made his way to Rome, where he met Paul, who apparently led him to Christ. Paul convinced Onesimus that running from his problems wouldn't solve them, and he persuaded Onesimus to return to his master. Paul wrote this letter to Philemon to ask him to be reconciled to his runaway slave. Philemon was a Greek landowner uh, living in Colossae. He'd been converted under Paul's ministry, and the Colossian church met in his home. Onesimus was one of Philemon's slaves. We'll read about another person here, Aphia. Aphia may have been Philemon's wife. Archippus may have been Philemon's son or perhaps an elder in the Colossian church. In either case, Paul included him as a recipient of the letter. Possibly so, Archippus could read the letter with Philemon and encourage him to take Paul's advice. The early churches often would meet in people's homes. Because of sporadic persecutions and the great expense involved, church buildings were typically not constructed at this time. Now, because Paul was an elder and an apostle, he could have used his authority with Philemon, commanding him to deal kindly with his runaway slave. But Paul based his request not on his own authority, but on Philemon's Christian commitment. Paul wanted Philemon's heartfelt, not grudging obedience. You know, when you know something is right, and you have the power to demand it, do you appeal to your authority or to the other person's commitment? All right, well, now let's read all about it here in the New Testament. October 29th, the New Testament, Philemon chapter 1, verses 1 through 25. This letter is from Paul, a prisoner for preaching the good news about Christ Jesus, and from our brother Timothy. I am writing to Philemon, our beloved co-worker, and to our sister Aphia and to our fellow soldier Archippus, and to the church that meets in your house. May God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. I always thank my God when I pray for you, Philemon, because I keep hearing about your faith in the Lord Jesus, and your love for all of God's people. And I am praying that you will put into action the generosity that comes from your faith as you understand and experience all the good things we have in Christ. Your love has given me much joy and comfort, my brother, for your kindness has often refreshed the hearts of God's people. That is why I am boldly asking a favor of you. I could demand it in the name of Christ because it is the right thing for you to do, but because of our love, I prefer simply to ask you, consider this as a request from me. Paul, an old man, and now also a prisoner for the sake of Christ Jesus. I appeal to you to show kindness to my child Onesimus. I became his father in the faith while here in prison. Onesimus hasn't been of much use to you in the past, but now he is very useful to both of us. I am sending him back to you, and with him comes my own heart. I wanted to keep him here with me 
while I am in these chains for preaching the good news, and he would have helped me on your behalf. But I didn't want to do anything without your consent. I wanted you to help because you were willing, not because you were forced. It seems you lost Onesimus for a little while, so that you could have him back forever. He is no longer like a slave to you. He is more than a slave, for he is a beloved brother, especially to me. Now he will mean much more to you, both as a man and as a brother in the Lord. So if you consider me your partner, welcome him as you would welcome me. If he has wronged you in any way or owes you anything, charge it to me. I, Paul, write this with my own hand. I will repay it, and I won't mention that you owe me your very soul. Yes, my brother, please do this favor for the Lord's sake. Give me this encouragement in Christ. I am confident as I write this letter that you will do what I ask and even more. One more thing. Please prepare a guest room for me, for I am hoping that God will answer your prayers and let me return to you soon. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, sends you his greetings. So do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my co-workers. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Psalm 101, verses 1 through 8. David may have written this psalm early in his reign as king as he set down the standards he wanted to follow. David knew that to lead a blameless life, he would need God's help. You know, we can lead blameless lives if we avoid, number one, looking at wickedness. I will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar, he writes here. Number two, evil thoughts, perverse ideas. Number three, slander. And number four, pride. While avoiding these wrongs, we must also let God's word show us the standards by which to live. Now, David said that he would search for faithful people to be his companions. He would choose as models and as friends those who were godly and truthful. Our friends and associates can have a profound influence on us. Make sure to choose as your closest companions those who are faithful to God and His Word. The writer felt so bad that he lost his appetite. Ever felt that bad? I can relate. When we face sickness and despair, our days pass blindly, and we don't care even about our basic needs. Well, in these times, God alone is our comfort and strength. Even when we're too weak to fight, we can lean on Him. It's often when we recognize our weaknesses that God's greatest strength becomes available to us. And we'll read about birds. Yeah, these birds are pictures of loneliness and desolation. At times, we may need to be alone, and solitude may comfort us. But we got to be careful not to spurn those who reach out to us. Don't reject help and conversation. Suffering silently is neither Christian nor particularly healthy. Instead, accept graciously the support and help from family and friends. Psalm 101, verses 1 through 8, a psalm of David. I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. I will praise you with songs. I will be careful to live a blameless life. When would you come to help me? I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. I will refuse to look at anything vile and vulgar. 
I hate all who deal crookedly. I will have nothing to do with them. I will reject perverse ideas and stay away from every evil. I will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors. I will not endure conceit and pride. I will search for faithful people to be my companions. Only those who are above reproach will be allowed to serve me. I will not allow deceivers to serve in my house, and liars will not stay in my presence. My daily task will be to ferret out the wicked and free the city of the Lord from their grip. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 20. Fire goes out without wood, and quarrels disappear when gossip stops.
pasted in our hearts, wrote it on the wall. We mean well till we believe. We are troubled indeed because our hearts are in Babylon. Our will is strong, but the truth is a as we speak with the tongues of men, you will descend, and down we'll come back This is uh, Joey Taylor moving up to second phase today. I uh, just want to say to all you guys coming in behind me, all you guys I got close to down in Bend County, man, just uh, keep keep staying positive and, and going towards the Lord. And get in that Bible. Stay, stay in that Bible and work the work. Take some notes, man, and just be there for each other.
because it, it helps and it works and I never thought I'd feel the way that I do right now and I'm just I'm ready and headed that way and I'm, nothing's going to stop me right now and those of you who know know that man I love you guys those of you I don't know I, I got love for you too and hopefully I'll get to meet you all soon and we can just spend this entire year getting to know the Lord together giving back and feeling good
Another crash, another fall, another failure, another choice I don't want or remember. Been here too many times. Every day's another fight. I'm at war with the person I could be. Give me a chance and I'll mess up a good thing. But this is where it ends. Yeah, this is where it ends. This is where I draw the line. This is where. Thank you for listening to Transformation Radio.